This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. At Hardesty ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. In about 10 minutes, we'll talk a little baseball. Let's continue to talk next, Gordon. Back to the phones we go. Blake is in Hoboken. Blake, you are next on 98.7. Thanks for taking the call. Um, I was just curious. They say a trade hurts both sides. A good trade hurts both sides. And I'm curious what you think it would have to take, what package of picks and players the Knicks would have to give up to go out and get and trade Luka Do- for Luka Doncic. Well, some of those number ones are going to be gone. You can believe that. Maybe Dallas would probably like their number one back. <laughs> Uh, so I would think some, some, you know, a couple of draft choices and the trade that that's been on the internet a lot has been, um, what was it going? Was it IQ, 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 uh, RJ, Grimes, Mitch, RJ and Mitchell Robinson, um, and, and three number ones. Yeah. But, but as Gordon and I discussed it last night, the concern I have is I don't know that Luca and Randall play together. That could be a concern. You know, and and the other thing would be a concern is uh, Tibbs' blood pressure watching Luca yeah, play. Yeah, that, that that might be another switch you might have to you might have to make there as well. Luca, 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 Luca! He'd be screaming. I mean, for the for the for the guy who was calling it, oh, it's, it, it, you know, frustrated that it's not a finished product yet. I mean, I get it. It's been a long time since the Knicks have been good. It's been a long time. They're not title contenders. They're if they win a playoff series this year, that's about all you can expect. I, I get it. You you want more progress than that. Take a look at what they took over, man. Mm-hmm. And and they have a very clear plan of what they want to do. They weren't going to come in and tank. That they were. They do not want to be an embarrassment. That was the first thing. They want to develop and, and acquire assets as much as they can. They've done that with Quickly and, and with uh, Grimes and, and trading for picks and, and acquiring as many assets because they're going to make a big move at some point. They want to stay flexible. They are flexible. They mm-hmm. could go out and make a big – they haven't capped themselves out as a first-round playoff team, but eventually they're going to have to make that, that, that big splash move. And who knows? Maybe it happens this offseason. It might. It might. Saeed's in Brooklyn. Saeed, you're next on 98.7. Hey, good evening, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Gordon, last year I wanted to fight you. Every <laughs> time the Knicks played, <laughs> Gordon was just like, oh, the Knicks, the Knicks, And I used to be like, oh, I, I used to hate listening to Gordon. You know, this is the first time in a long time that I get to hear Gordon say something positive about my Knicks, and I'm, like, ecstatic. That last caller made me want to jump in a volcano. Like, 17 wins is like, like, but we've been scraping the bottom of the barrel for the last 99 years. The first time we get any signs of some positivity, these guys are ready to, they're ready to just blow the team up and throw it. Like, come on, like, Knicks fans are so horrible. We don't deserve a team. We deserve the we we deserve the WNBA. That's what that's what Knicks fans deserve because you can't do anything good in Knicks in Knicks fans' eyes, and it's it's killing. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Saeed. Uh, but I thought Gordon was fair last year. I mean, it wasn't wasn't a whole lot to, to be right. I mean, what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> they missed the play-in by six games, Larry. I know. I was here. I was oh, with you, partner. It was a rough year, and that was a huge setback because the first year you thought. 
hey, look at that. They mm-hmm. These guys might actually know what they're doing. And again, maybe next year it goes back. Maybe it, maybe this is just fool's gold again. Oh, That's possible. Oh, please don't say But that. at least right now as we're sitting here, you'd have to say their evaluation on Brunson was dead on. I mean, none of us thought that Brunson was going to be this. No. And while I didn't like the, the hiring of Tibbs, he won a coach of the year one year. He's been he's done the job this year. I know we have our frustrations with him, but quickly has developed. Grimes has developed. I like what I see from McBride when he plays. He doesn't play all that much. The Josh Hart trade, could you ask for more than that? Nope. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. And, and, and progress is not just this straight line, straight up, where, oh, we were terrible and now we're awesome. So, mm-hmm. yeah, R.J. Barrett regressed this year. There's no question about that. He, uh, and, and for the third pick in the draft, by year three, you'd like to think, okay, fine, you know, this guy, it's, it's time, you know, he's, he's had three years of experience. He should be more of a finished product. Um, I get it. That's, that's, that's frustrating. But it's it not like he's it's not like he's twenty five. He's twenty two. Yeah. Still got time to grow. Still got time to get better. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. What's up, Trey? God, Larry, I love the way you say that. You do? No. Facts. So <laughs> let's get into it. Now I need you to, now I've been busy, fellas. Please excuse the absences. I've been busy. We're working, oh, trying to we trying go. to secure the bag. Excuses. About to be summertime here out here, go. so I gotta get here the briskets right. You already know what I'm trying to do. Mm. So so um let me get this right. Please say that trade one more time that you've heard on, on Twitter. Please. Um, you said that we get Luka Doncic, right? That's what yes. you said, right? Yes. And then they get who? Please say it again, please. Let's go on. IQ. Yes, okay, got that. Um, Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson? RJ. RJ, okay. And who else? And I be- and three number ones. And three number ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think Grimes, okay. Grimes was either. And, and Grimes in, in there too? Oh, I'm not sure. Grimes was interesting. Uh, yeah, Grimes might, I might have thrown Grimes in there because I always remember talking to someone and, and they were trying to make it easy on the Knicks to get Luka. Like it was, you know, we'll give him Randall, we'll give him Fournier, we'll give him two seconds, and – and I said, you have to make it as painful as possible. Right, right. The one that I just Googled, Larry, it's Luca for RJ, Quickly, Robinson, and three first-round picks. So okay. no Grimes. Sweet, okay. sweet mother. Okay, so let me scratch that out. So basically, we're giving up. <laughs> what is this, draft day with Kevin Costner? Are you kidding me? We're, we're, we're going to be the guy that's eating the pancakes in Seattle, Gordon? Is that who we're going to be? Uh, is, is that who we are? If we're that were, if that were not... on the table, I'd be like the guy on Jeopardy who like, gets locked out because they're pressing the button so often uh, and they don't get to yeah. answer the question. It would I, not be I, a question. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he's going to work here, though. Who, Luca? And I, I, and I just don't you like You mean with him. Randall? I don't like, I don't, <laughs> I don't like him with Randall. Mm-hmm. I, it is I, a concern. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that that's going to work. And then also, you know, I dig a little deeper, man. This dude cries a lot. Uh, he it, whines a lot. That's not going to work here when you're not putting the ball in the hole. You see what I'm saying? And I think it is so funny with some Knicks fans, right? We finally get to where, like you said, the trajectory is pointing upward. And now we got to trade Emmanuel quickly. This man is a bucket. 
walking bucket. And you want him gone for Damian Lillard? How long ago were me, you, and Ty talking about Damian Lillard, uh, Larry? About oh. five, six years ago? Yeah. We've been talking and about him a while. You want him at th- and now they want him at 33, 32 years old? Larry, mm-hmm. irresponsible. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is not NBA 2K. Okay, we can, bro. We are building a team here, and Gordon just brought up so many salient points about everything that we've done well. And people out here want to concentrate on what we're doing wrong. R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Jalen Brunson didn't see the floor tonight. Look at what those kids did. You know, and these same Knicks fans are Yankee fans. How do you at, at Yankee Stadium? Get uh, you 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 love to see the kids play, and you oh yeah we're homegrown. Gotta have the homegrown Yankees. But then you come to the Garden, and we got a trade, and everybody y'all stop listening to Stephen A. Smith. We do not need a superstar. We need a team. Damn them superstar. We didn't have no super duper stars on six. Man, we did a sixty nine seventy. Yeah, we did. But man, it's different. They moved that rock, man. We gotta move the ball. We got yo, Larry Gordon. I'm sorry to yell and scream in his phone like this, but this is ridiculous. Are these people call, trade the the good players, the good so they can come? So when they come to the Garden, do you, what do you think Emmanuel quickly is going to do when he comes back to the Garden? Have a great night, Trey. Thanks for the phone call. That's what I think he's going to do. He's going to have fun. He's you know what, Gordon? He's been pretty good for a second round pick. I, I, look, I, I like the the Knicks young players. That's great. But I do think that at some point, the NBA is pretty clear. You need superstars to win. And if you get a chance to grab one, uh, I think you got to do so. Got to take the next step. Yep. Got to take the next step. We'll continue the conversation on the Knicks on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, last year I wanted to fight you. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Yep, I was listening to it today on the treadmill at the gym, listening to uh, Don go crazy about some stuff. So, yeah, no, it's it's uh, fantastic. Uh, you've been dropping hints about this gym. This is the third or fourth time you've been. To well, the it's gym. just what I do now. You know, this is just hmm. where I'm. I'm at. Uh, it's not made any difference. It's going to take a lot longer than that, Larry. You have but... treadmill music. Do you, you have, have treadmill music? Yeah, sure. What, what do you of listen course. to? Everybody treadmill. has treadmill music. What do you listen to? Well, today I was listening to uh, the Yankees a little bit, Mets a little mm-hmm. bit, uh, the, the, the K show a little bit. So I was bouncing around, a little music as well. So mm-hmm. it all depends. Okay. Took fun. the treadmill and I smashed it into the window. Have you done that yet? No, it, it's not my treadmill. So <laughs> oh, okay. okay. But I'm going to go on a treadmill in Winnipeg. A lot of people on the treadmill on this station, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. They, they, I better not go there. Don't I, I smashed the treadmill that. through the blind, through Don't the window. It. Don't they they could afford people to be together. on the treadmill a little longer. You bring... <laughs> <laughs> it's late. No, they're all asleep now. They're never well, asleep. Greg is home after the game. No. And, you know, that's all, all right. right. No. Everybody's good. Okay. All right. And Tune see, look, tomorrow. that other guy, he wanted to fight me. But what happens, Larry? Over you, time, I bring people together. You warm down. I warm down. <laughs> Where's my money? You warm down. 1-800-919-3776. Alejandro's in Sycamore Park. Alejandro, you're next on 98.7. Hi, how you doing? Uh, good to be on your show again. It's actually Alessandro. Um, the Knicks, you, you know, I, I have no problem with the Knicks dealing Randall, who's at his uh, peak right now because of his 
temper and his lack of, of ball movement. Also, R.J. as well, or Mitchell. Uh, who do you think we could acquire with those three guys? I'm not saying we trade all three, but those three guys and the couple picks we have. What, what are some guys you think would take us to the next level? Well, I, that's hard to say. Who was who the third one? Mitchell Robinson? Yes, Mitchell Robinson, RJ, and Randall. Any combination of the three. Not necessarily all three, but any combination of the three. It's kind of hard to say because it really depends on who you're looking for and, and what that team is looking for. That's not going to get it done. You're going to have to – here's the one thing I know. You have to add some draft choices. People always want draft choices. So you're going to have to add some of those to whomever it is. Um, I, I don't think that's a – I don't think that's a Dallas deal. I don't think Dallas would do that because people want young teams are going to want, want young, players. controllable yeah. players for a while. They're going to yeah. want the picks. Now, now, if Randall goes and has an unbelievable playoff series, well, then maybe that boosts his value. But it do, it doesn't really feel like teams are are are, are banging down the door to mm-hmm. get to, to Julius Randall. No, no, I don't think. And so I wouldn't either. think that they're banging down the door to get to R.J. Barrett either. No, these are the Randall's playing well. RJ's struggling, and I, he's he's devaluing his trade b- mm-hmm. value right now. He has, he has. <laughs> you know, he's making he's making uh, Utah say, "Boy, it's a good thing we didn't make that deal," because mm-hmm. <laughs> he is not he's not performed the way you thought he was going to perform. He just hasn't. Roscoe's in Brooklyn. What's up, Roscoe? I don't know what treadmill or what you guys had going on today this afternoon or what lunch you guys ate, but I'm not giving up what it is that you guys are mentioning us. Six 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 players. We we're talking about six Nick three three picks and three stars that are that are on the up and up right now for, for Luca, right? Because he's unhappy in Dallas, right? Because he wants to play with Brunson, right? Okay, so now we have all the leverage. You want to come to New York, right? Why don't we make it what we want to get for him? Because it, it seems like when we reach out to certain teams that have superstars, we get we get we get the short end of the stick. Especially when, when it came to, to to Donovan Mitchell, we were supposed to get Donovan Mitchell, and and Danny Ainge decided to do what he wanted to do. Cool. So now you guys. You, Larry, and 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 Gordon are talking about. Yeah, you guys will give up those six prospects for Luca. Why would you do that, Roscoe? Why, Roscoe? We were reporting a trade that was on Twitter. We don't want it. We're not in position. Uh, to oh, give I up am. Anybody. I, I I have no now, problem. Now Gordon wants to give yep. up Luca. I don't know if he wants to give up those that that particular group for Luca. I would do that deal. If that was the deal that was presented to me, I would do that deal. And just to correct a couple of things, at no point has Luca said, hey, I want to go to New York. Right. Just because he said something nice about a former teammate. Right. Uh, and the Knicks do not have all the leverage if it were to come down that mm-hmm. Luca wanted to be traded. No, no. See, my reservation is that in keeping Randall, those two are not going to play well together. I know that's not going to work. So Randall's going to have to move also. And I don't know what would be left. <laughs> to move him with. I, 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 lo- I love how Nick fans now, uh, fresh off a win against the Pacers, uh, are now uh, you know looking down their nose at a potential trade for a 24-year-old all-star who's been an all-star every single season, basically, since he came mm-hmm. to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't, want him. we don't need that guy. What are we going to do with him? Right. Ray's in Brooklyn. What's up, Ray? 
Hey, listen, Larry, Larry Gordon, please indulge me here for a second. You know what? I agree with the last quarter uh, caller, but I'm going to give you better reasons. Look, Luka Doncic is just a selfish player. He's unprofessional. He's 24 years. You're right. He's 24, and that's concerning to me since the age of 21. He looks like he's going to eat his way out of the league. And then secondly, he's not on that level with Durant. How come Kyrie can win 80% of his games when him and, him and Durant are on the floor and he can only win 20% with Luka? He's not that kind of guy. He's a one-man. He'd rather be a one-man wrecking crew who wins nothing but puts up numbers. Look at, for example, last year. They were, Brunson won like two or three straight games in that first round series before Luka got on the court. When Luka got on the court, it came back. They lost two consecutive. This guy would have never made it out of the first round in his entire life up until this point, which is like three or four playoff series, if it wasn't because of Jalen Brunson. They made the, yeah, after that first round, after Brunson, you know, uh, dug him out of that first round, they got to the conference final by some miracle. He got swept. This guy's not a great player. He's unprofessional. You know, you got to have a billionaire babysitting him with his diet. He's 24. That goes against the argument to get this guy. By the time he's 30, he's, he's a top like five player shot. right now. He's a top five player in the league right now. So why can't he win? If you got if you got another top guy on your team. Listen, you can't put this all on Kyrie Irving. I know we love to hate Kyrie for all the. Well, I can put a lot of it on Kyrie. I mean, they got to the Western Conference Finals last year. <laughs> I, I realize that was not a very competitive series when they got there, but they did get to the Western Conference Finals last year. In Luka's defense, I believe that if he had other players that he was confident in, that they could make plays, he would be, a, he would be less of a selfish player. And, and, he doesn't and, trust his other guys. And, and before – oh, we can't blame everything on Kyrie. Well, before Kyrie got there, they were in a whole, whole lot better shape than they are right now. Yeah. They're, they're, they're struggling. There's no question about it. They're struggling. We'll continue the conversation on 98.7 ESPN. Luca, Luca, This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. A lot of conversation. Yeah about the Knicks and the possibility of, you know, it, it's been interesting. It's really been interesting. The, the rain, and we get to the calls because there are a bunch more to take before we leave you. The range of emotions that Nick fans have had. We've had a fan who's unhappy, who, who would rather be in the play, who would rather be tanking and building with getting the number yeah. one pick mm-hmm. than to be into the postseason. Right. Uh, we've got a debate on whether, whether, what is enough to give up for Luka Doncic. Some and people just don't want him. Some people don't want him at all. No. <laughs> yeah, some people don't want him because yeah, of what been... – And see, it's because of what you see from him in Dallas. And once again, look who's around him. One doesn't be five in the NBA. You need people around you to su- surround you with more talent. That, that's how you get better. You, you need – in this league, you need two, at least three players, top-notch players for you to have a chance to win. You do. You know, look at Golden State. Even Golden State has three top-notch players on their team. And they play and they move the basketball. It doesn't have to be you pound the ball into submission. You can cut and move and play the game you waste the way it's supposed to be played. Denver does a nice job playing the way they're supposed to be played. They do a nice job. So it's it's uh, you know, it's it's been an interesting evening, Gordon. 
Yeah, it's interesting when Nick fans say they don't want a guy who's been first team All NBA three straight years and probably will be again this year. It's weird. Buddha's in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha, you're next on 98.7. Buddha? Uh oh. There he Buddha? is. Hello, Buddha. Uh oh. That's not good. James Harden must have just did something. <laughs> We'll see if Bullet gets back to us. Al's in Queens. What's up, Al? Hey, what's up, Larry? Gordon? Hey, Al. How you doing? All right, good. I'm just calling those Knicks fans. They're really crazy. I mean, how can you not want Luca? One of the five top players in the NBA right now. How can you not want Luca? This is crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Al, people have their opinions, my friend. They just do. Thanks for the phone call. They do. You know, I understand you You and Gordon want him. That's great. I would like him, but I don't like him with with Randall. I got to move Randall somewhere. But listen, when you, it's about this is what the game plan was, right? That you have assets that people want so you can get better. And if you can have a young asset, that's even better. 24 is pretty good. Pretty good. It's not bad. Listen, I mean, it's if not you were lining up guys who are 25 and under, you'd be hard-pressed to come up with many names before Luca. Let's try Buddha again. All right. Let's go. Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on 98.7. Can you hear me now? We got you now. Yeah, we got uh, you, Buddha. This, this Rockland County service is not great, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, man. Uh, yo, I'm going to tell you something. The quote the leaves in the new school. All I got to say about tonight is, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look, let me tell you something. This has been the most entertaining night for me in ESPN New York. ESPN tonight in a while. It's saucy. It's spicy. I hear my man Trey on here. He's fired up. Uh, Anthony called Joe, and, and uh, that was a very spirited debate, and he did have some points that were valid. I'm going to keep it a stack with that. Uh, but then you got some other guy who sounded like he never had a fight in his life. <laughs> You're talking about he was going to beat Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like he was like five foot eight in a buck sixty dripping wet. I wanted to fight you. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. But listen, all jokes aside. This Knicks conversation is very riveting, especially for somebody, you know, I, I like them, but that's not my team. But, you know, there's a lot of things at play here. I mean, Quentin Grimes, listen, in today's NBA, he's more valuable than R.J. Barrett, and that's a damn shame. Julius Randle, whoo, you better come back and play really well in these playoffs. <laughs> After seeing, you know, and, and I love Papa Lodge. You know, you know Papa Lodge is, is is like a mentor, a good man. I love him. He calls, he checks on me all the time. Me and him used to have spirited debates about Obi Toppin and Emmanuel Quickly. He didn't like Quickly because Quickly wasn't a true point guard. But Quickly is what the NBA is nowadays. It's mm-hmm. a combo guard. Those days are over of you know, just that's that ball distributing point guard. And now with Toppin, okay, he doesn't rebound. He doesn't play great defense. He's a beast on the wing. His energy is infectious. And let's be honest, the coach has stunted his development. I- I'm sorry, there's no way you could talk around that. The only problem I have with Obi Toppin is 
he's much more skilled and has much more size than Kevin Knox, you know, uh, just got paid. But his thing is he's got that same mentality. I'm a nice mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. If I don't play, I'm not going to start. He needed to be like, yo, I need to be on this court. And he needed to be making a fuss. You understand what I'm saying? I, 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 listen, the Knicks are not a championship-level team, obviously. Nope. They have a ceiling right now, but I have to agree with what you guys were saying when you were talking with Anthony in terms of you have to be appreciative of them growing, and their process is a different process maybe than some other teams of getting two and three guys to come over there and join the team. But what they're going to have to do, but what I get hope, and not hope, what I've seen from them in their front office, that's been a big change from what happened the last, let's say, 15 to 20 years is they're actually drafting players who end up being good players. Now, R.J. Barrett, uh, I don't know what happened with him. Ever since Brunson came, you know, he can't play ball anymore, and that's a damn shame. But eventually, the way I think that they're going to get better is not by having some guy come here from some other team or something like that. You know people don't want to come here and deal with this pressure, especially pros who've been established. Eventually, they're going to draft because look at all these drafts. Look at R.J. Barrett, for example. You have people who are drafted later than him that actually are better than him. So when they're going to get right, they're going to draft one more player who's going to add to what they have here. They're going to have to move on from Randall at some point. And I feel bad about saying that because he donated $880,000 to a school in the Bronx. You know, he's trying to mend the fences of mm-hmm. what he screwed up with the fans and everything. But his game is archaic to a certain extent. And that's why when people were looking to trade with the Knicks, they were asking for quickly. No teams out there were asking for Julius Randle. It just is what it is. They paid those two guys too early, Mm -hmm. and now they're both ankle bracelets. You know what I mean? The the Knicks have to, you know, the Knicks have to, you know, get get, get away from one of them or two of them, really, you know, to get to where they need to go. But it's it's, it's a spirited conversation. I love it, man. This is what it's about, all this friendship and love and and, and people calling, I really like you. They'll listen. This is New York. We got to argue. We got to get in each other's face. Every once in a while, you know, we might be watching the TV. We might scrap. That, I mean, that's the way it was. I watched my father and his boys. When they, listen, these dudes was like, you want to go in the hallway? That's what it was, <laughs> kid. That's what it was. And I love it. No question, but it's, it's always fun to have a nice discussion. Thanks for the phone call. And, um, you know, Gordon, it's, it's, there's always more than one way to build a team, right? And you look at, you look at where this team is. And it's fun to have these conversations finally because your young players are showing something. They're finally paying off dividends, which is something that hasn't happened in a while. Forever. <laughs> it hasn't happened in forever. And, you know, we, we criticize the Yankee fans sometimes. I know they were saying this on the K show today about, you know, they, they can't enjoy the regular season because it's World Series or bust. It's World Series or bust. Uh, and, and that's a conversation for another time. But you've seen the Yankees get relative you know they're in the playoffs every year they were mm-hmm. in the ALCS this past year you know they're competing for a championship every single year if you can't enjoy what the Knicks are doing because you're not going to enjoy it until it's going to at least contend for a championship well then I don't know what to tell you because the last 20 years they've been nowhere close and and this year they're still not close to a champion, but I, I mean, can you not enjoy seeing 
massive improvement across the board. These guys in three years have shown you, I mean, to the people running the show, have shown, and they haven't gotten everything right, but they've shown you that they deserve your, your faith more than, I would say, what, the last five teams of people that were running the show? Yeah, no question. And it was a subtle change, Gordon, but it was, and I forgot the gentleman's name, it was the guy they brought here from Utah to handle their drafts. And that was that was a subtle change, but you just look at and I'm not saying they're all Hall of Famers, but look at the look at the fact that you're getting contributions, positive contributions from the young players that you've that you've drafted over the past two, three years. Yeah, okay, you had the Kevin Knox. Okay, listen, nope, nobody's perfect. All right, but you've had some other players who are paying dividends for you. And they're, so, and they're, and they're developing players, too. You know, like when, when Grimes came, uh, you know, when they got Grimes, you know, oh, he might turn out to be a good player. How many times have the Knicks drafted somebody and people are, oh, you know, I think this guy could be a good player. You just got to give him a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people out there still thinking that Frank Nealakina is going to turn out to be a player. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is the exception to the rule. This guy has turned out to be a whole lot better than I think a lot of us thought he was going to be, even those who thought he was going to be okay. And the thing about him, because how many how many great shooters, Gordon, do you see in college and then in the NBA they can't get their shot off? Right. Because in college it's a certain team, you know, they run them off picks and screens and everything. But in the NBA, you have to be able to put the ball on the deck and get yourself to the basket. Look what he did today. Yeah, he hit the three, but he put the ball on the, on the floor mm-hmm. and went to the basket a lot. Mm-hmm. Easy layups. Absolutely. Easy. He's really improved. He really it's, And you know what it is? It's confidence. You can see it. They, these guys are just so confident. So confident. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Then why did they wait? This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. Hey, Dante and Queens, you're next on 98.7. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Um, just two quick things on the Knicks, one with Grimes and one as far as your star talk. Um, you know, tonight I understand it was nothing to play for, but it was still a great example of seeing how your your draft picks have grown. Like, But far as the um, – with Grimes, you know, quickly, you know, has played at, you know, six-man level all year – you know what Toppin could do given the minutes. But Grimes three weeks ago, I have to admit, I was ready to give up on because it was like how many of these 30-minute, you know, he's out there for 30, 33 minutes and scoring four or five points. I don't know if Tibbs had to give him a tongue lashing, guys had to get on him. Whatever they did, thank God it works. He actually looks like a starting two-guard. Um, my quick – um you know, take on as far as a star. I, I mean, you, you have two stars with – you have a star with Randall, you have a star with Brunson, even though didn't make the all-star team. But my whole thing is I like the way the front office is working. They're not – because you can, it's not NBA 2K. What people don't understand, all fans, and I'm even guilty of this, you can't just – not every star player is going to fit with your team. Now, the one guy that I really like that hardly nobody talks about, I would love um, Gildress Alexander on the Knicks. 
I think he's very dynamic to take us um, to even an extra level. That's like one guy off the top of my head I could see being a really solid fit with us. But um, that's all I have for tonight. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Dante, thanks for checking in. And uh, the Thunder are not going to let him go because he is really their their star attraction. Mm-hmm. And they're going to build around him. But I understand what you're saying. He is extremely talented, young, and is just really, really good. He's really good. So, uh, yeah, I, I'd love to have him here too. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be nice. It would be nice. Earl's in Anaheim. What's up, Earl? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I was this guy just stole my thunder. I was just about to say, if you're going to trade anybody, trade for anybody, trade for that guy, a young guy who can build with the guys that we already have. And if you could get, I know people, yeah, Randall gives us 25 and 10, but the guy gives us seven turnovers. He holds the ball. It doesn't move. He plays no defense. He cries all the time. If you could get anything for that dude at the end of the season, ship him out as fast as a New York minute. Because that guy, we're not going to win with that dude. Forget Luca, And if we can get anything for RJ as well, if we can, I, I know it sounds crazy, but those guys are not going to help us win. They're two one-dimensional left-handed go-to players that plays no defense. And the last thing, Tib needs to play those young guys because we're not as athletic outside of Robinson and Grimes, so he can't keep Barrett and Randall on the floor. They can't score and when, it, when the competition gets tough. And we just have to keep playing and moving the ball. And I love just watching these guys without Barrett and Randall. I, so, I mean, Earl, let me ask you this. Okay, let me ask you this. You're trading away Randall and you're trading away RJ. What are you getting for them? Well, hopefully you can get – I don't know how much you'll get for, for RJ, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. for Randall, if, if you could take advantage of this season, you know, maybe somebody will bite. I doubt it. So we might be stuck with them. But right. if you could get something for him, I mean, I, I like our young guys. And I wouldn't get rid of Mitchell Robinson. I would definitely not, even though they don't give him the ball or he doesn't do anything for us offensively. He's the defensive club that we need, unless you're going to give Jericho Sims some more time. But, like I said, with these guys, they move the ball, they play defense, they athletic, and they share the ball. Josh Hot and, and Quigley and Toppin and McBride and Grimes and Robinson, and they, Jericho was out there a little bit. Let these dudes play, man. Stop letting Randall play 40 minutes a game, him and RJ. RJ shouldn't get 40 minutes as well. He should definitely not get 40 minutes a game. All right, Earl. I hear what you're saying. I got you. Thanks for the phone call. Um, Until they have replacements for these guys, what you're seeing from the reserves, are you guaranteed that you're going to get that consistency from Obi Toppin right now? I mean, he's been good the past couple of games, Gordon. There's no question about it. We saw glimpses of it last season near the end of the season, Mm -hmm. but we know what that means. You know, near the end of the season, it's kind of, you know, you can't really honestly judge. It's it's not fair, but that's the way it is. Uh, If if you're telling me that he can do what he did tonight or something along those lines, Gordon, if you're telling me I can get 20 to 25 points a night from Obi Toppin, maybe I would consider, you know, being happy to move on from Julius Randle. But here's the thing. You're not getting any of that now. And the the way this team is constructed, it's constructed that you've got Randle and Brunson and everybody else around those two guys. 
And let's see how far this can go in the postseason. And at, at the end of the season, whenever it ends, we'll make the evaluation and see what else is out there. See, the beauty of the Knicks tonight was it got you through the entire show without having to talk about that Met loss. Wasn't that great? See, that worked out for you. It did. It did. Way to go, Knicks. <laughs> Way to go, Knicks. But now with everybody now with everybody being rained out tomorrow, we'll be talking about it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. You can't you can't put it off for too long. But can't have uh, everything. No, you can't have everything. Can't have everything. But this was a, a spirited show there, Gordon. Spirited show. A lot of conversation, and I'm sure it will continue. Is, listen, as the Knicks continue to win without Randall, it's going to continue the conversation. There's no question there about it. There is never a doubt about passion and Knicks fans. So the playoffs around the corner, looking forward to it. See you tomorrow night, my friend. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Harvey Joe, thank you very much. It's time for Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN.